What's up, you nerds? Welcome back. This is the Yellow Spandex. Today we got some uh, Terminator talk to be done because uh, Dark Fate just came out. We all watched it together, actually. So we're going to take a probably, I would say, a good half of this show and just talk about all the Terminator things and things that surround that. Uh, we also jump into the new Sonic trailer that just popped. Uh, cool, cool, crazy, actually. Uh, and we contrasted between both the old and the new. So you guys get to watch that with us and get to uh, hear our comments. And we would love to hear your comments as well. And then we finish off with a little bit of Disney Plus and everything that kind of surrounded that as well. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, thanks for all you new guys that are coming in. Uh, appreciate it. Welcome to the Yellow Spandex family. And here we go. We were just, What's, uh... <laughs> we were just watching a uh, Little Mermaid live clips. Yeah, what an interesting production. <laughs> I, I think the individual performances were great. I didn't watch the whole thing in one piece, but like the greatest criticism I have from the outside was Shaggy, if you're going to be Sebastian the Crab, you have to be a crab. You got to dress like a crab. Especially if the rest of the cast is dressed as crabs. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> no, I want a red, shiny. I want to look suit. like Michael Jackson. That was the thing most people <laughs> were like. It's not even that it was a cooler outfit. It just looked like a reject Power Ranger B movie thing. Like he's <laughs> like, and I we don't care that you have a shellfish thing. Not just playing. I don't even know if he has a, a shellfish thing. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny if he's like, I'm allergic. <laughs> I am allergic. Anyway, is this the one where we're talking about Sonic? Well, we figure we want to yeah, sure. start off. <laughs> Uh, talking about actually uh, the Terminator. Oh, okay. The new Terminator movie. And then kind of halfway through, we wanted to uh, watch the Sonic trailer. These guys have watched I haven't watched it yet. Um, and then we're going to finish off with some... Uh, um, uh, oh, oh, I already forgot. I don't oh, know. Uh, Disney don't... Plus has been released. That's so, about the extent I know about it. So There's uh, actually so quite, spoiler. A, quite a bit of news this week. So Yeah. We'll jump into it. Um, so Terminator Dark Fate is Terminator 3 take 12 <laughs> yeah or wait, how, actually how many has it been it's been like three or four times now right um, well, we got one two Rise of the Machines Salvation Genesis yep. and this Dark Fate so that's seven yeah. no not a six and they're all like number three remakes yeah I mean the one episode we went through we saw that all of them have different continuity except mm -hmm. the first two. Right. The first two are always together. So I, I finally got to see some other friends or acquaintances like react to this thing. Like, so a friend Gary, who him and his dad are like the biggest Terminator fans. They, they, they bonded from child, his childhood, you know, a father and son with Terminator T2 and stuff. And they were like, they had a lot of fun. They're actually really sad that it's tanking. So I was like, okay, well, there's that take. So I, I kind of thought that too. I was like, it seemed like a Terminator movie. Besides missing the horror element. But then Andre the Black Nerd kind of broke down all the missed opportunities. And mm -hmm. that and that may be what people are like disappointed in. Yes. Like they were saying like to kill John Connor at the beginning, spoilers by the way, um, like they did as a young kid, there's like that there needed to be like a real big reason why exactly. there really wasn't. You've been attached to this person mm -hmm. for every single movie. And now we're just getting rid of him. Well, they also said like it kind of like nullified the effect that the first two movies had. Yeah. Exactly, and, but it, why watch the first two movies now if you know he's gonna die? Well, but also like it, it didn't happen for like a really great reason. It wasn't like that must have that needed to happen for another future. Like, mm -hmm. like that was one of the opportunities Andre brought up. He was like, well, if they could prove, if they could have proven that like since John Connor died, then this girl that's in this movie, spoilers again, who ends up being like the one, um, is only makes it harder for the machines, and then every time they go back and kill one of them, it just mm -hmm. makes it harder and harder. So like. Yeah, they they figure out some domino effect there, and that would have been the opportunity. Then that was the most confusing part of the movie for me because I I didn't realize that it was they were like rewrote the timeline. The first thing you see is the scene from Terminator One where she's freaking, no, Terminator Two or Terminator Two where she's freaking out talking about uh, the, uh, the dream she had, and everyone you know obviously is very super skeptic and mm -hmm. thinks she's crazy and all this, and uh, mm -hmm. and then it zips to you know uh, like a monologue of her saying like she's had to kill all these terminators and you know she she uh has been doing this all this all this time or whatever and she escaped with john mm -hmm. and then john gets killed by, like right by a terminator yeah. and uh she you know freaks out everything so I, right away i was just like 
whoa, this is like completely new. This isn't even anything that I've seen before like as far as this timeline. Yeah. I was just super confused until later but, when Terminator, spoilers, when Terminator is old and later on, he kind of like tried to like blanket statement like why. Well, it, I think like you know, the to address the first thing, them going back to T2, uh, I think they've, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think Terminator the series has like conditioned the audience to just expect the new movie to be the next T3. Like I kind of expected that coming into this one because that's how Genesis was from what I remember mm. and stuff in previous movies. Like I didn't know all of them were, but like I think it, for whatever reason, or even if it's not because they know it's a bad movie that they're just trying to give alternate endings, you know, to let's see, or whatever. They, but, they, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it seems that they kind of in this one did what, what they did in X-Men movie where uh, Kitty Pride brings uh, Wolverine back into the past uh, days of future past where it basically wiped out the, the first two movies. Yeah. But a couple of the Terminator movies have been like that, like where they kind of redid things <laughs> and stuff. But the, the other thing that Andre pointed out was like, he thought it would have been, and I th now that I hear him say this, I think it would have been exciting to see even as a casual fan. Um, instead of killing John right at the beginning, show a little montage of, John growing up continuously being hunted by different Terminators yeah. because they acknowledge later that Sarah Connor has been like picking off these Terminators every few years. Yeah. And so they see those Terminators come back and try to get John. And then maybe when he's like tw what, 22 years old or like in his thirties that then get picked off. And then that sets off the events of the movies and that could still happen in the same amount of time mm -hmm. um, that they did the original opening mm -hmm. montage. I was like, Oh, that would have been kind of crazy to show that John was on his r the run his entire life. That had been pretty dramatic, you know? Yeah. Uh, but to kill him off as a kid was kind of like, damn, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't exactly hate the movie, but I don't like after coming out of it and letting it sit for a while, I was like, it's not good either. Like it's better than the last three. I was gonna say, I like this better <laughs> than Genesis. That's the last one I remember. Yeah. Th this one to me didn't, I liked this one a lot. Like I, as for, just overall, I thought it was a cool movie, but as far as like Terminator movies go, like if I want to be a stickler about it, it's not the best ones out there uh for for one reason and mostly is the reason is because the other ones were able to like dive more into abstract concepts and uh characters and stuff like that to where this was kind of just it felt like a transformers movie or it just, did a little bit yeah this the good thing about this one though was we were just talking it might have been in the last podcast about how like the 90s action movie aesthetic has kind of been lost and this one totally brought it back in my eyes uh, it was like 90s action aesthetics but like fully realized with like more content or like more up-to-date hd um cg and stuff because like you know they had like the singe marks on their skin and stuff like that it, it, it's mm -hmm. weird because it, there's that sweaty singy aesthetic that you know like die hard and stuff had yeah this one had that but then the cg was like photorealistic you know like mm -hmm. much better so i kind of dug that it i only good. think the the one terminator girl though like the half girl half human mm -hmm. that came back i think that's the only one that looked low like she was getting dirty sweaty beat up the other two like looked pretty nice the entire way through mm -hmm. well i mean i'm not saying like realistically i'm just saying like the whole aesthetic of like looking like burned and sweaty throughout the movie and stuff yeah. like i don't see that in movies a lot these days and like this was the first one in a long time i've seen that was like the, the damage and yeah well i'm saying though like some, the girl that they're mm -hmm. trying to protect she didn't really seem like she got damaged very much yeah yeah like she looked like oh look my hair looks pretty throughout the whole movie yeah, yeah. and then the other lady uh linda i can't remember her own. um the terminator girl no or not the, uh, or sarah connor sarah connor mm. um she you know had her like nice jacket on like miss you know your, mm -hmm. your grandma or your mom or whatever it looked like mm -hmm. the entire time yeah, but, yeah, but I, I mean, I was talking about like realism, <clears throat> saying like just like overall, and it's hard to explain. Well, it's I, like that. I agree with like that seeing fire in the, the background damage. look and stuff. Like it's like there's you know there's always like an orange aesthetic. It's, I don't. It's just mm. like that. Look, it looks like any still frame from Terminator Dark Fate looks like a still from like Die Hard or Last Action Hero or something. It was just like that. I don't know how to explain it. It just looks like everybody's always sweaty, and then there's singe marks on them and stuff. I think it was like after the plane scene where you see the chick that they're protecting, you know, she's got like cuts on her face and there's blood on her and stuff like that. That was like kind of like the only time I actually saw her take damage like mm -hmm. that. But Even though she's like, like flying around the plane and getting like supposedly beat up. Well, there, yeah, there would have been a lot <laughs> they're more like, damage. oh, she'll be fine. <laughs> she's like banging around I mean, the plane. And the, the augment, she's the one like I was like 
totally yeah. in for because of the way she, her acting was, the battle damage she took, like the sweat on her. You she could was, tell like she had to keep taking those shots because of the. Uh, she was such a perfect casting too for that that like cyborg kind of thing because she looks like just even her acting, her demeanor, like her look. She's built like so tall mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like lanky and stuff, but like muscular. Like she oh, looked yeah. like a super soldier. You know, like if there was ever going to be like a female Captain America, the MCU, I could picture that actress like me. Yeah, she had that stern look. Yeah, yeah. she definitely worked out. <laughs> um, Work out. It's, uh, speaking <laughs> of, you know, so we're talking about characters. Characters were cool in this. Uh, it wasn't as expansive or crazy, like conceptually wise, as mm-hmm. as the other movies were. But um, the other thing I was going to say too was this: it was like a a fast beginning and a fast end, but like a slow middle. And mm. that's the first time for me in Terminator movies because even even in like T two, there's slow moments in the second act, but there's all this like interesting sci fi things being being mm-hmm. delivered as far as like mm-hmm. uh, um, dialogue and and like uh, ex- exposition. I do like the l- l- little bit of meta ness they had in it. Like one of my favorite comedic moments. There's like two main ones, but one of them was when uh, what was Grace was the cyborg's name. Yeah, she grabbed Sarah Connor's phone. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, future shit. I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to skip over. It's just- funny, though. At the same time, she's, she had to explain to him at the beginning, like, cell towers are everywhere. They'll figure you out. Like, But she's like, oh, future shit. Whatever. Like, she's no. like, let me hit these dim switches. Well, that's what, that's why that she kept it in the chip bag. So they were like risking They were risking it by taking it out for that time, you know, yeah. and stuff. But didn't but then didn't Terminator, yeah. like, uh, He's like he, he made a comment crap. later. He's like, if you're going to keep it in a chip bag, keep it in a chip bag. Yeah. So I think it connected back to, like, when they, or one of the times that she'd pulled it out or whatever. It's like, it, does, it doesn't do any good to keep it in a chip bag if you're not going to leave it in there forever. Um, you know, kind of thing. Like, he said something to that effect. He was like, if, if you're going to keep it in a chip bag, keep it in a chip bag or something. I thought, like, yeah, and I'm probably, probably wrong because I just thought he meant, like, it didn't work. Well, but, yeah, no, but, it didn't work because... Yeah, like, if like a chip bag's worth because well because the oh oh i guess shit well it just to me it was like well if you're gonna even if you had a perfect shield box yeah. it's not gonna work the second you pull it out and obviously she kept yeah. it with her because she's gonna use it periodically yeah and so it's like <laughs> to me like it, it's it just funny to me at least i might i need to go back and watch to see if exactly what he said but it was kind of like calling out the flaw and like the thing about trying to keep a phone mm. but then shield it and stuff mm. it was like what's the point if you're gonna use it you know like Do you, does, did anybody else notice how slow the middle was I agree. It was a little, little bit slower in the middle. And it was a lot. I mean, I get like grounding the movie in, in a universe and like this is Earth and like they're trying to play it off like it's a normal thing that they're in danger, but they're like it's a present day kind of feel, you know, because mm-hmm. they're like walking in the middle, like downtown on a road. If they're swapping vehicles. It felt very like cop and robber kind of like based in the real reality of, of Earth and everything where like there's been like heavy heavy sci-fi and futuristic technology and things happening in the other movies you know this one felt more i don't know more like ground grounded which which to me took took away from that middle part where you know, they're traveling and talking you know what probably made it more like grounded feeling though is like all these old action stars for some reason just like retire in arizona or new mexico <laughs> have you know like a, a a south american like surrogate daughter and stuff you know like yeah. it it's it's the same way rambo was it's like they all had lunch one day and they're like you know what we're gonna ride off into the sunset literally <laughs> like we're all gonna go to new mexico film our things cross the border like have yeah. these surrogate daughters right off though for being in new mexico not just that though it's like even like they both had like <clears throat> what actually was the girl in this one was she mexican as well yeah mm-hmm. so both rambo they and this in one mexico they had this one, Rambo and Terminator Dark Fate both had like Mexican, like adopted daughters mm-hmm. in the situation and stuff. So interesting. Like it, it just, I, it kind of shows the ideals of those old action stars, you know, they're like, well, we're family guys now, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, after T2, you know, like it brought it up so, so, to such a, like a high level of like intensity, like the Terminator isn't just a robot anymore. He's liquid. He can't stop him. And like, I know it's harder for them to kind of like, okay, what's the next phase or whatever. And, you know, I wasn't completely sold on the dual robot thing. Um, it's still great. I think the guy, uh, the guy that played Ghost Rider, that guy, mm. I can't remember yeah, his name. Gabriel, Gabriel uh, Luna. There you go. He he did a great job. Yeah. An amazing job for it. Um, still like, it just didn't do, I think when you do too much, it takes you out of it. 
Like when it's not too, when it's not real enough, it takes you out it's, of it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so wild too because what that is it Rev Nine was that? His? Yeah, that's what he yeah. said. Rev Nine's whole thing about separating from his endoskeleton. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that Noob Cybot and MK11 does, <laughs> and the, the studios are combined. You know, Warner Brothers. Yeah, it makes me wonder. If somebody from teams like that's a cool thing. I read a bunch Let's of do things. it with this. Let's do it with this. A bunch of reviews uh, saying that they didn't. They thought he was like the weakest part of the movie and like really? his acting and all that. And I was kept thinking <laughs> to myself, yeah, where they're like, he was he was too robotic. Okay, I kept thinking to myself like, well, you remember like the T one thousand? Like it was very like you know yeah. glares and like stern looks and then these like funny little like quippy responses when Mm -hmm. he's a cop and stuff like that that i thought he did exactly that and uh, gabriel did exactly that in this movie you know it's almost like he studied the t-1000 i forget that guy's name the actor but it's almost like they he studied that role after that (laughs) Uh, cause I, I, just the mannerisms, the, the first thing I said when we left the theater was like the vocabulary, like the dialogue and the Rev nine all felt like that nineties nostalgic T mm-hmm. two movie. You mm-hmm. know? I know that he had, uh, he posted a bunch of stuff cause I think I have him on this on Facebook and he posted a bunch of stuff like, you know, him learning from, from Arnold. But I think you're kind of right. He probably should have learned from that dude a little bit more cause Arnold, when he was, you know, T eight hundred, isn't that? Yeah. Um, he's a lot more like robotic. Definitely. And so maybe he should have been more, like animated. Right. But I, yeah. He did a good job. I actually, for what he I, did. I do kind of like the aged Terminator thing. Mm. I don't know if I completely buy the whole I grew a conscious thing. Yeah. But but as far as his acting, yeah. I feel like he was more believable as a robot in this mm. one than the previous Terminator movie. I was talking about Luna. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like okay. segueing to Arnold. Like, right. well, and to to add to that, uh, at the end of T two. The the T eight hundred like he ends up being the friend of Sarah Connor and like had grown a conscious so I that, that, I see where they kind of like grabbed that concept to pull mm-hmm. into this one because mm-hmm. at the end you know he's like d- disappearing in the lava or whatever yeah, the yeah. liquid metal and he's waving or and he gives the thumbs, thumbs up, up whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of I was kind of hoping for that in this uh, the, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of those moments where well, like he was going to pick up the sunglasses like in the yeah. first one you know that was a weird scene or the second one I I thought it was funny when sarah connor first shows up and she blows everything up and she's like hang on i'll be back you know mm-hmm. but back. then when <laughs> arnold is in the middle of like this like emotional <laughs> moment and he's like i won't be back i, I was back. like maybe in any other place besides that one because it was actually kind of like you're i was starting to buy that he had this family that somehow was not sexual and and stuff like and then he had to say goodbye to him and he's like i won't be back i'm like I don't know how like it's mixed feelings because like that's supposed to be funny, but I'm supposed to be like kind of empathizing right, 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 right now. So it's like making me giggle about I don't know. It was just a little cheesy. Yeah, the whole the whole that he grew a conscious thing it rubs me really wrong. <laughs> I mean, the whole fact you know the idea behind the AI is that the as the AI learns, it sees that humans are it sees the humans are a threat, and then ultimately destroys humans and so like if an ai is sit there and learn it's supposed to think that not like oh an ai is learning i'm going to grow a conscience and even in the second movie he never grew a conscience and even sir connor like at the end was like kind of talking over it as like uh john was playing with the t1000 he's the one t800 he's the one who rewired him yeah well he didn't really rewire him at all i mean the case or he jacked him kind of like she talked about how he was bonding with the robot, but the robot oh, has no emotion. That's right. There was that whole monologue she at the end had. there. That's oh, right. I guess that the opening scene with the young Sarah Connor yeah. and John Connor and stuff. I didn't know this. I some I read somewhere that that was actually like body doubles that they had deep faked faces on or something. I had figured it had to be deep faked um, or whatever the really Hollywood, Hollywood version is. <laughs> Crazy. Um, it looked like him, but it was I, creepy to me. The kid what especially else? looked good. Oh, and Andre even said. This is all going off what Andre said. He said that he's like, okay, well, maybe um, the idea of John dying at the beginning was some writer, you know, whatever. And then they just kept going along with it. He's like, nope, yeah. that was James Cameron. Was like, we should kill John Connor right at the beginning. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Pulling out George Lucas, like, hey, I, I made this thing. I can do what I want to it. Exactly. That's what it, I was going to bring up. The I had said on uh, Instagram, and I got a few comments here too, that uh, I think that this movie. Uh, was a little confusing at first, but after uh, you know the movie, I had figured out what the writers had done, and it, it I liked what they did. And overall, I would say this is like the third best Terminator mm-hmm. film. I agree with that. And then you know, a friend Ricky jumped in and said that uh, he thought it was a great movie, 
but among the sequels, he still likes Salvation more. Really? And he said just that the themes uh, explored there were more varied and uh, better characters, which I agreed, because that's kind of what I had just said earlier was like the other like Genesis and Salvation were way more based in technology and sci-fi and everything else to where this was way more grounded as a movie, Dark Fate. So, you know, I got where he was coming from. And then another uh, a friend of ours, uh, Brian Connor, uh, he said that uh, his his favorite for for number one is T2. And actually, did he even? Yeah, he said Salvation as well. T2 definitely has the rewatch value. And I, I told him, he asked me what, what would be my number two spot. Or no, my number two spot, yeah, because my number two, uh, one spot is obviously T two. Mm-hmm. Number one, two would be the T one. Yeah, and the reason I put T one is my number two is because it was literally like a slasher film. It was like a horror film, but it was so eighties, yeah. like like hardcore eighties, so so eighties that Brian commented back that he can't even watch it. It's most so hard to watch for him now. Most people skip over T one, yeah, as just like a Terminator movie. Like they usually just start with T two. Angie I, watched I it T1. without me one day when uh-huh. we were in college. Actually, I rented it, and she watched it without me, and <laughs> she said it freaked her out. T two, yeah, T one, T one, T one, yeah, yeah, because it's a horror film, and also it has like, uh, it has an eighties vibe, the eighties music, kind of like Stranger Things, yeah, yeah, like that, and so it gives that like like constantly on it. What else was I going to say about that movie? Um. I lost it. <laughs> I was going to say the end little piece to my little spiel here is that uh, that uh, for Salvation, I guess none of the platforms or premium channels uh, have access to having uh, both for the rights for Genesis and for uh, Salvation. So it's hard to find. Those yeah, I was movies. looking for both of them before we watched the third for that no, that new one. And I guess like nobody wants to. Do it, you know, yeah. add it because they didn't really do that well. Or anybody really watch it? To be Genesis, honest, Genesis was a weird one for me. I mean, I, I also loved the concepts and things that they threw in the movie. I thought it was interesting, but uh, as far as like the franchise goes, like I didn't really feel like it was a a good fit. <clears throat> Salvation, on the other hand, I liked too. Not as much as I like Dark Fate, but for different reasons. I like them for different reasons. See, I think their names are awful. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, Salvation, there was no Salvation no. that had anything to do with the movie. Um, I think Genesis, was Genesis like I guess, closest. makes sense a little bit because they went back to the beginning. Right. Um, well, and, that was, they spell and, it all weird. But it was the name of the corporation, what it was? the okay. Genesis Corporation. Yeah, yeah. And then this oh, one was, was like Dark Fate. It's like, well, what's the Dark Fate? <laughs> it's the one that's always been. Like, you know. <laughs> well, that, that was the thing. I think it's in my head, someone, one of the writers or someone, James Cameron or whatever, what maybe what they were trying to say with this is that the future is inevitable. So if it wasn't going to be Skynet, it was going to be somebody else exactly mm-hmm. the same. But it, and that's the dark fate. But it came across as like running out of ideas yeah. because they they killed off John Connor just to do the exact same thing again with different names. Yeah, it's like Legion no Skynet. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's, it's, it's not Skynet. Weird. It's Legion. I was that's what I was you know? like. And what, somehow what Legion, a totally different company, came up with the exact same design. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's for just, Terminators and those two things. You know, the word John Connor. And Skynet are two things that like everybody knows. Right. Everybody's like attached to. And, like, yeah. hey, let's butcher them both. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. There was another thing. Um, oh, what was it? Salve- no, it was uh, Legion. Oh, there was a point where the Rev Nine meets the T eight hundred for the first time in the movie, and he, he they just he the Rev Nine kind of looks at Arnold and he's like, "You're a," and he's like, "Yeah," for he's like a. Um, uh, uh, Oh, 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 one model Cyberdyne because that was the that was the name of the Skynet was built by Cyberdyne mm-hmm. or, and, and the arm they found that arm or whatever in T2 or no they had the arm from T1 yeah they had the arm and uh, they the had factory. built all this new technology off of the arm that's right mm-hmm. okay I'm just like slowly remember, piecing it back together yeah, remembering all these things I saw an interview uh, of this of the uh, Arnold and uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton is that her name oh yeah um, they were in uh, an interview and they said that when they were filming T1 that it was not a big budget movie at all she mm-hmm. said like it was like six million wow and then the second one was like a hundred or two hundred million or some craziness yeah that's it's like but so what they did is <clears throat> they didn't have permits for a lot of the shooting 
that they were <laughs> shooting in around Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and James Cameron was literally like, okay, it's, you know, we're on Sunset Boulevard. It's late at night. Um, I need to get this shot. Arnold, you go over there and you break that car window. <laughs> and he literally like went over there and there's it's in the movie where he, like breaks into a car window and grabs something. Like it's they just broke some dude's window. That's uh, awesome. And then paid for it. The cops actually showed up. <laughs> no That's way. That's so funny. That's sick to think all the things they had probably had to go through. Mm. And it's the eighties. I mean, it was scary. No yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so overall, I mean, what would you so you would say that uh Dark Fate would be like your third favorite? Yeah, I don't know if I'd watch it again. I mean, I just don't feel like it's very fun. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of really funny things, throwbacks and whatnot, but it's just, I think the Terminator kind of franchise needs a good reboot. Yeah. I just don't, it's sad. You figure they would have had found some way to up to Annie. I, I, the only way I could think is like, if they maybe brought in like aliens to where like, they're like, hey, guess what? This happened on our planet too. We're here to help you out. I think that's their next move. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only way I could see because, like I said, like once you get the Liquid Terminator, like you're, you're kind of done. Speaking of Liquid Terminator, I, that's where I thought thought they could be a little more, uh, like think of a cooler idea for Termin or a Rev Nine or a Terminator, because mm-hmm. it, it, it's they essentially used this very similar things in in like uh, Genesis and T two. Yeah. Where you have this like liquid thing, and mm-hmm. then and then in Genesis it was like his his body could like like atomize and then re reanimate onto the skeleton or whatever. Mm. And then, you know, this one, obviously it's like you have your exoskeleton and then you have the liquid oh, guy, the guy too. Endoskeleton or the endoskeleton okay. and then the, uh, liquid guy too because that would be enough that actually would be a cool idea to have an like an exoskeleton like, one. So it's reverse mm-hmm. instead of like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like s- armored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or something. I, I do like cross like com- combining franchises though if, if like you know uh what do they call it legion or if they i don't even i don't even want them to continue this that's the timeline. thing though is like <laughs> they made legion out to be skynet but they didn't make legion as mysterious as skynet because i know skynet we didn't see for what it was for a long time, long time but we got enough like little hints like it's this you know doom like kind of like this creepy this, like, salvation like, that we got thing. to like really but but like Legion, we just heard the name so many times. Like, but I, why? Not, why do I? Why do I need to care about this company? But they didn't give. They didn't give us any like little bits. Yeah, it was just very surface. Like I didn't feel any depth in, in Dark Fate. As There's I, no good backstory to it. Yeah, it because it, like more like rehashed ideas. Even the emotional part where you're like, oh, I'm just you know, you're actually my hero kind of deal. You're the person that saved me. I'm like. Why would you send that person back? They have emotional baggage. Send the person that doesn't have emotional baggage back in time. Uh, I I love the augment, and this is the second time we've seen the augment. Um, the first time was I forget if it was Salvation, Gen- Salvation or Genesis, yeah. And uh, you know, like in, enhanced humans basically is what what's going on there. Uh, I thought that was a great thing, and I've, obviously, uh, uh, she killed it. I thought, or, or damn, I already forgot her name again. Yeah, I mean, what I, to me as a kid, you know, like I had a nerdy lunch table, and so like they talk a lot about like aliens and Predator and Freddy Krueger and Jason and stuff, and like what if these people fought and like all they're all excited about like you know this or that, and then you know obviously when we grow up, like those same kids go on to make stupid movies like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the Terminator thing was always like, you know, it'd be sweet to see the battles and whatnot of the future. Yeah. And we never really got to see that. I, it's kind of like Cable from X-Men mm-hmm. or Marvel. Like, I always wanted to see the Cable's side. Yeah. And we finally got to see a little bit of that in the cartoon, 90, whatever, 92, 93 cartoon series where, yeah. like, you get to meet Forge and, like, uh, the chick that was also there. I can't remember her name. And then uh, Forge's buddy, too. I can't remember his name either now. But And then seeing that future, that would have been awesome to be able to to get into like where John Connor... And they did do that a little bit in Salvation and but Genesis. Like, Salvation, like, I thought that's what it was going to be. Right. And they had John Connor, and they had the war, but, like, they didn't do anything. They just sat around, and, like, they're, they're running again. It's the same exact thing. They're just running from the Terminator. Yeah, it wasn't much of a dive in, uh, into that. Not that I would have loved to for them to have fleshed out that whole piece of the Bible. And uh, for us to be able to get to see like the inner workings of of the revolution and, mm. and the war mm. and of of stuff that I wanted to see, like I didn't ask for all this other stuff three through even this last <laughs> one. I didn't ask for that, even though the last one wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, 
I just, you know, what we really wanted to see was that fun, you know, that war in the future, the futurized everything that would have been mm-hmm. sweet. I mean, I know Rise of the Machines was kind of like, oh, the machines have now kind of awakened and the future is now. Like, okay, well, how, all right, mm-hmm. it's not really a rise, it's kind of like just the beginning, I guess. Yeah, and uh, Mackenzie Davis, that's her name, uh, she was the augment. I, mm. I thought she did a crazy <clears throat> good job on that. Yeah, she was great. Maybe even overacted a little, but I still liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I liked her as the thing. I mean, I thought it was fun, but that's also in a very casual way with very like low expectations going in. Like, I went in based on the reviews, thinking it was just going to be like this hot mess and stuff. But I kind of have it in a little bit higher of a tier than like Venom for me. Like, mm. yeah, I, I probably won't sit down and watch it again. But like, I'll have it on. Yeah. I might even get it if it's on a good sale or something, just to have around you know and stuff because like i i don't know i'm just a sucker for those like 90s aesthetics things and to me like i had like uh, an homage to that in the look and the aesthetic of it um uh, but then again like i feel like maybe if i understood more about the timeline i would be more disappointed but yeah. like it was okay like that's fine um we also got to see it in dolby cinema so maybe i was swayed by like the subwoofer in my seat <laughs> mm. well, that's really that funny because like nice i I was, you know, you, you had, they try to make you kind of feel attached to the characters in the movie. Of all the characters in the movie that I actually got a little bit attached to, the person I didn't get attached to was the girl that was meant to be the next John Connor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't, like, I didn't feel it at all. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like she had any real importance other than, like, hey, in the future, you're going to do this thing, okay? So yeah. in the future, that's what you're going to do. Like, I get you. Like, the the one girl where she's like, hey, you saved me. And, all right, cool. Like, the augment girl. Yeah. Um, you know, even you know, Sarah Connor, you're like, okay, she's, you know, trying to do this for her son. Even the T-800, a little bit, you know, like, oh, he's got a family now, you know. An, an aged, <coughs> aged Terminator. So, yeah, I don't know. The, I do like the old Arnold, like the aged Arnold's like humor, you know. Or he's like, call me Carl. He's like, I'm never gonna fucking call you Carl. And then, <laughs> and then when he's like, he's like, if you're not, if it's the relationship's not physical, then what is it? She's like, I change diapers without question. I'm not, a, I'm not like emotional, and I'm quite funny. You know, I was like, I was like, that was a good one. Now here, here's the the kicker is, I don't even know if these numbers are right because this is just Wikipedia, <coughs> but we have a budget of. Hmm. Between 185 and uh, and 196 million dollars, and then box office at 200 million, or 200.9. Ouch. So, and then down here it says that they had a marketing budget of about the same money. So yeah. they lost. So they lost. Yeah, they didn't, say, they didn't say they were on the road to lose like 120 million or something like that. Yeah, it's basically that mark marketing budget was 80 to 100 million. So that's they pretty much lost that. They made back on the movie, but all that marketing money is gone. I don't I feel like they marketed the movie very much. And I remember at the very beginning, um, the first thing that they released was kind of like the Sarah Connor thing, like the very beginning where she she basically they called her what, like Nancy or whatever. I can't mm. remember. <laughs> like like uh the okay. Susan. Like, oh, she's a Susan. I need to call the manager because <laughs> of her haircut or whatever. Oh, it's like, yeah. it's like maybe that wasn't the best image and everything else to lead with, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of ages it. A little bit right away. No, oh, I think uh, we. I did. We did actually get to talk to one of the guys that was part of the, like the marketing um, for Dark Fate. Yeah, and he had mentioned that the best, the because they keep track of all the analytics, like of like when Terminator's trending mm-hmm. and, and stuff online. They said the biggest bump they got was when Terminator dropped on MK11. It ro- rose the awareness of Dark Fate like like infinitely more than the other marketing they had done. I'm sure. And it was like it was kind of in, it's kind of like ingrained in the game. Yeah. So which well, was cool. kind of comes back to your point of him interacting with other characters and stuff because I mentioned this last podcast like him dropping into Mortal Kombat, whoever the writers are for Mortal Kombat 11, like had made like a really interesting story about why he's there mm. and stuff. He just kind of got dropped in this random timeline. Now he's just like, uh, kill everything because everything <laughs> here is problematic. <laughs> like, because <laughs> like this demon, there's an ice ninja, there's a rogue lightning god, like keeper of time is going to blow everything up. Like we got to fix all this. Like, yep. <laughs> well, I think that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Like yeah. I, 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 it was d- good. Dug it, but it is. 
you know what? Some killer action scenes. I did see a kind of a, a couple reviews that summed up in like it's a chance because you have to give it some stuff, and yeah. you might not be okay with that. Yeah. But if you are okay with it, then it's fine. So it did it did drop into the action like immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's an interesting future of events. Like following T two, it's a interesting like killing John Connor right in front. That's <laughs> the that's, very beginning. That's what confused Boom. me. <laughs> I was like, wait, like okay, so this is like they're gonna write this third movie. Like they're just gonna rewrite it. All that aside, I really think that all the crap that it was given was just very similar to uh, Dark Phoenix. To where, like, Dark Phoenix wasn't that horrible of a movie. Yeah. But the blast, how many... Oh, God. And yeah. the whole idea, the whole continuity of the X-Men being just crap in general had soured the public to where they're like, I don't care about Dark Phoenix at all. It was, there was that, but then it's kind of like what you said about Terminator. The longer I sat with Dark Phoenix, the more I was like, even isolated, it was just... It was so many things. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like the... Like, just as its own isolated movie... Like just seeing the relief on Jennifer Lawrence's face when she died, you know, and also for it to be so inconsequential. My contract has been released. Yeah, <laughs> take and me away. Like that, nothing. Like they never ended up in space for a big battle. Yeah, you know, and it was like I know that that happened because of reshoots and stuff, but it was like, man, like the whole point of the movie from an outsider's point of view would have been like, oh, Space Lady gets possessed and like infinite power that we'll never get to see or go to space. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's like, yep. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's just so much. We're going to be in a train and other people are going to do stuff. That was a cool... It was thing, a cool sequence. But that's not Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Dark Phoenix, yeah. But also it wasn't the setup of that particular movie, yeah. even if you took the Phoenix away, you know? It'd almost have to be like a, a an Avengers kind of thing where there's multiple movies where like she gets the Phoenix, she slowly starts to lose it, there's problems, you know? It needs to be at least a two-movie thing. Yeah. Probably a trilogy and like a Thanos-type situation. Yeah. Where it's like built in the undercurrent. You get Lalandra in it, you get you mm-hmm. know, just, you know. That's what I want is the whole Shi'ar series. Yeah, Shi'ar Empire. There could be a whole movie of just the Shi'ar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want, th- I want it, I want it. Make it, please, please. Disney Plus, do it. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see, uh, uh, Professor X fall in love. No, uh, not really. That's like the <laughs> least least important part. All right, what do we got? What do we got? What do you got? Lalandra just kind of like jumped his bones too. She didn't even like ask him first. She's a queen. Um, or is she a princess? That doesn't matter. No, she's the queen. Okay, um, she queen. Yeah, it's Queen. The guy that played uh, Colossus in the old X-Men. Yeah. He's going to be in the new Marvel Hailstrom series on Hulu. Nice. So I guess apparently there are going to be some things on Hulu hmm. that Marvel's going to have still. Interesting. It's further is weird. This further proves my conspiracy theory that in a year it'd be like, oh, surprise, Hulu's absorbed in Disney+. Plus. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe they'll keep it to where like, oh, hey, this stuff over here that's maybe a little bit darker. Yeah. We'll keep it over there. <laughs> I am looking really forward to seeing the Mandalorian to see like how like PG thirteen that thing gets you know I'm yeah I'm just excited to continue or to for a, a kid like the kid in me let me start over so Star Wars like just like Marvel like we we want to see these comics and books that we read back in, when we were kids on these big screens you yeah. know we want to see them fleshed out we want to see them awesome <clears throat> and uh, you know for to to be able to watch the mandalorian and see these con, the continuations of these stories and getting to re, kind of relearn the world of star wars i love that so mm-hmm. much that it continues I I, think last time i said like you know you need to really focus on something that's not like the main skylock skywalker uh, legacy right for i mean that's why rogue one did so well mm-hmm. um comparative at least did well for the fans yeah those are fans so like this is a great movie mandalorian i've already heard great things from i haven't seen it yet we just got do loop we just got disney plus today yes um the only thing i did watch was uh end game extras oh. which they have extra stuff uh you know that scene that they said was cut at the end of the movie with uh tony stark and yeah, yeah. morgan it's there that's weird because i have the end game blu-ray mm-hmm. and it doesn't have that so they, i know so they so people were saying extra extras to yeah. Disney Plus. There's more than what that. What a brilliant move. But also a little frustrating because I can't archive that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about that too. Remember when, the, when we saw the uh, clip of Samuel L. Jackson saying different stuff in yeah, the yeah. first Iron Man movie? We're like, wait a minute. There's I, 
I bet there's just a ton of extra stuff that they cut. They're like, we're just gonna save this. Oh for wait, later. You know, cool. I got no, I got that mixed up. The Sam Jackson stuff wasn't on the end game, but the 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 funeral scene, what the extended thing was, the kneeling thing was in the Blu-ray. the kneeling thing was. Yeah, yeah, but not like this. Uh, the way station place. You know, like when Thanos snapped the first time and he's uh-huh. on Gamora in the red way station. And, he, and she'd asked him, like, what did it cost? And he's like, everything. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The same thing happens. Oh, Tony snaps his fingers, and he went to the way station, and he oh. sees grown-up Morgan. Oh, yeah, the girl from 13 uh, Reasons Why. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Interesting. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I mean, cool. it's, I don't know. I don't really like the scene very much, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I'm glad. I, I know why they cut it. It didn't really feel, <laughs> feel very good. Uh, the one thing that I did, they showed the scene where um, uh, Hawkeye and... Uh, Natasha yeah. are at uh, Warmere and yeah. uh, they're talking about it and all of a sudden Thanos comes Ooh. and they're fighting Thanos. It's like an alternate way she dies and I actually like that way better. Interesting. I was like, so. oh wow. Wow. <laughs> so I really want to see this Sonic trailer. Yeah, you want to watch it? <laughs> all right, I'll pause it again. We're gonna we're gonna watch the new Sonic trailer because the new Sonic trailer came out. How different is it from the original? Yeah, even just the way they cut it, man. Yeah, is it right. now? Before we watch this, did they like completely change the trailer, or did or did they just take what they had? It's completely different. Whoa, they have right. a lot of scenes that are the same because they put they there, have there's a, some new scenes, but there's a lot of new scenes. It's like actually, Andre actually was like, uh, please, hopefully they didn't just show us every scene with Sonic in it. Because there was a lot of scenes in it. Like, it wow. might have been the whole movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's check this out. Wow. That was really cool. And it was super cute. It's definitely cut way better. And super, like, stupid funny. Like, silly funny. I th- I don't know. I'm kind of ready for that. There were some things in there that made me think that um, he had control of warping to different dimensions, I guess. Because at that last scene, you yeah, see him ring. throw the ring out. They actually had that in the other trailer too, but you just okay. it's flashed too pretty quick. So you don't really. You're so distracted by the saying. horrible character design. <laughs> exactly. And then the old one, he gets down on a highway, long strip of highway, mm-hmm. and then he does that supersonic fast thing, and that's what knocks the power out. This time. He plays baseball with himself, and that's what knocks the power I, out. Just I cut. think that's just the trailer because trailers yeah. always cut together scenes that aren't oh, part together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I dug that. I thought that was really cool. Um, it was definitely more fun. This is a lot of fun. The definitely not scary no. looking. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Sonic. Yeah, and, you know, and and to you know, interestingly enough, to see like a three D Sonic world mm-hmm. in the beginning there, where he takes that ramp and then he takes another like kicker right off into the ring. I guess that's when he dips into the different dimension. It's pretty crazy, pretty gnarly. I feel like uh. I'm gonna have to do some uh, edibles and then go watch that. <laughs> yeah, it, it it finally like because the first one had Gangster's Paradise in it. Yeah, and so everybody odd. everybody was like, okay, so 90s, get that. But yeah. like, we don't know enough about Sonic. Is he? Is it funny because he's not a gangster? Like, like what's going on here? But this one, it was like as soon as they dropped into Super Sonic, it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, <laughs> how are you not dead? I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> so it's like stupid funny. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it has a whole different feel. Like, I watched the other trailer afterwards, yeah. and I was like, well, it's just completely the different feel to the trailers. And not not to mention, I mean, he just looks different. I saw somebody post a picture. It was like, we should just go see this movie just because they listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, support listening. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, God knows the world needs more listening <laughs> and less speaking. I think um, also, like, it, I think it's going to be kind of like the Adams Family movie. It's, not, it's gonna be great, yeah. But I feel like it's not gonna be as like, like blockbustery that it would be. Sure. That would be awesome, you know. Right. Yeah. Here's a picture of before oh, yeah. stretching and after stretching. I have it up on our yellow spandex Instagram. That. You oh, see, that wasn't that easy. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is a vast difference. I mean, last I think last time we talked about this, Rod was like, "I wonder if they did this on purpose." Yeah, I mean, that's kind of uh, is not a unique idea. It's like there's some people that were like, uh, is it was it a marketing thing? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. That's that'd be a lot of money to blow on because yeah. the other one he's in the other preview quite a bit mm-hmm. as the other Sonic to actually have to render that and design yeah. that and then to redesign it on purpose. 
That seems like a really weird marketing gimmick. I don't think I'd follow that, but if if so, it paid off. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the old trailer whether Sonic was as as like snippy, snappy, like witty. I think you can't. This one. I think you just can't get past his look to like take him. So you know what I mean? Like, like consume what's happening because it's such like an oddity. If you want to watch the second one, I can pull the original one. I can pull it up. Hmm. Maybe we'll I think even watching it though, like you know, you know, everybody judges people by their appearances. So yeah. like, he could he could be saying the exact same thing, and you'd be like, the cuter one wins. Yeah, it just feels different. Yeah, yeah. let's watch this other one. All right, hold on. Okay, so yeah, that was a vast difference. It wasn't even fun. I felt like there's like a couple of scenes we laughed in, but like the rest of it's just. I also I have to say Jim Carrey is still like to this day one of my favorite people <laughs> on earth. His comedy, it just gets me in all the right ways. It's funny because like someone else can act that exact same way, mm-hmm. and I won't think it's that funny. Yeah, it's because it's Jim Carrey that makes it so freaking hilarious. He stretches his faces in just the right ways. <laughs> he just yeah, he's so animated. I don't know. I just like love watching him do his work, man. <laughs> so crazy. And somebody pointed out like even though the movie might be like this and just kind of like not the most um, like not like. What's the word like continuous, uh, continuous, oh, yeah, like yeah. thing? Th- that first trailer, um, particularly had like one thing like r- after the other that like didn't that kind of put your kind of confuse you, even if you didn't notice it. So, like, he's supposed to go so fast that all the missiles are like around him, like almost and still, and he's able to like flick them off. But then, like, two seconds before he got shot with like a dart, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it was like, uh, okay, the message, mixed messages, yeah. This one. <laughs> You ever watch The Flash? I don't know. He's <laughs> like, oh, I lost that bad guy. Like, wait a minute. You can run the, around the entire city in like 20 seconds, and you just lost a bad guy? Whatever feeds the plot. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. So, yeah, I'm excited for that now. It looks way better. I feel like the comedy's like snappier, faster. It's definitely a way better cut trailer. Yeah, good trailer looked great. They yeah. knew dropping this trailer. They were like, we have to have something good. Yeah, like blow them out of the water. Yeah. The redesign was great. I thought that I think they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Well, he looks I wouldn't like have cared about it. I don't think I would have cared about it at all if the if they the just first started trailer was just, like that. Yeah, exactly. I would have been like, eh, whatever. That's what, yeah, and I saw a few comments today that people were like, I don't know why they just didn't start it like this. You know, you know we wouldn't have been talking about it. Yeah, that's exactly. why. True. That's why it was kind of like they, mm, they wanted to make okay, a buzz. Don't want to make do too much conspiracy theory, but it wouldn't have been the dumbest thing to blow a marketing budget on redoing a few scenes. Because, like, not to, you know, even, yeah. okay, just go full, like, tinfoil hat mode. Mm-hmm. So, like, if the trailer were the only things that were rendered in that weird design, yeah, even if those took, like, several thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars to redo or do twice and stuff, that's, like, a drop in the bucket for a marketing budget of a movie of that scale, you know? Yeah. So, if instead of paying, like, PewDiePie to shout it out on YouTube or, like, buy a billboard in Hollywood, mm-hmm. they're like, let's just do a trailer that's kind of crack, crack, right. crack crazy like and falsity. then and then wait a few months and then put it out on valentine's day that i don't know but yeah. i mean it's, it's, a good pro- strategy. it's probably not that yeah but if it was i wouldn't blame them for spending the money in that direction if it was that's absolutely freaking brilliant and <laughs> devious at the same time yeah somebody's like yeah we, nobody else does it <laughs> somebody there is like yeah we meant to do that i yeah well see i kind of the reason i kind of understand it is because like uh you was it beyonce's lemonade album um you know, people kind of tr- attribute it to like, it's kind of like the Trump method, you know? It's like, people are going to say what they're going to say, so you might as well get paid off of it. Hmm. So like, Beyonce's Lemonade album supposedly about Jay-Z cheating on her and stuff, you know? And, uh, you know, there's people like, well, he really did, or he really didn't, and stuff, and then, but then the smart people are like, it doesn't matter. People think that she did, he did, so she's just going to make a whole album about it anyway. Right. Make money off of it. And right. both of them go home with the bank, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> and to half and I, the people, it doesn't even matter and if that it's goes, true or not. And that can go the other way too. Are the, you know, I'm, this is not a conspiracy. I don't know if they're together or not, but you know, if they weren't mm-hmm. not the dumbest thing to make it appear that you were yeah. right to get paid, you know, and then have a bunch of drama. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just like if people I'm now that we've been in like kind of the entertainment business long enough, mm. it's, it is devious, but in my head, it's kind of like, well, you know, if the public's going to think a certain way, I'm not opposed to separating money from stupid people, you know? <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's a philosophy they, they probably like. Well, just cause like, cause the other, the option is to fight it. Right. Right. To like, try to like, no, 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 no. It's not like that. It's not like that. And be poor. Yeah. 
So if you're like, yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. How much? Just charge the card here. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Take my money. So apparently, um, you know how like George Lucas has kind of chopped up hid the old versions of the Star Wars, mm-hmm. like added scenes on top of scenes on top of other things. Yeah. Apparently the whole, you know, the whole Han shot first thing. Yeah. They changed that again. Huh. Oh, <laughs> so like along with your tinfoil hat. Yeah. And like some, some people were saying, I bet they're just going to slightly change this forever just so <laughs> the people can keep talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not a bad idea, but you're kind of messing <laughs> with people's heads too. Which I guess is the whole, that's the whole point is to mess with people's heads. It's like, not a, it's not a, a great thing to do to people, obviously, but. Yeah. I was uh, never a fan of any of the added scenes ever. Like, I didn't think they did anything for the movie. It was just like George Lucas was like, hey, I got this, this amazing CGI team. I'm like, let's see what I can do. Like, you know? Right. And uh, I don't know, the whole changing to where the scene where Greedo shot first and then Han shot him. Like, I don't understand why they did that. I also, they, they made. I forget which movie it was where they're in in the like emperors not empires the uh the empire they were on one of the destroyer ships or whatever mm. and uh they had just uh um uh captured the millennium falcon and you see everybody come off and uh that was that's that movie where obi-wan dies fighting uh yeah the first one yeah where where uh, han solo walks over jabba's tail yeah and then in those like remakes they made him like hop over the he tail never, that scene was brand new yeah they, they just added that scene in and they just computer animated it it was that scene was never in the original right because jabba was a person he was a human yeah, in well, the was first shot puppet no he wasn't in that i, I thought oh no, he wasn't even there he was not that scene was not in it at all okay so jabba, you never saw jabba until the third movie oh uh, so i was told that it was uh J- jabba was like mm. just like a human in that scene well i think they, they did when they did do that scene yeah and that's why Sabi was a walks. done scene yeah he walks around him but like that, that that was never in the movie ever. <laughs> so it was just an extra scene where he's like, "I wanted to do this, and so yeah. I'm going to do it with CG now." And it looks awful. It looks yeah. absolutely just it's awful. weird. Um, but this one, I guess, like they just added like him screaming McClucky or something, McClunky, <laughs> like Greedo. Oh yeah, yeah. Like before he shoots him, McClunky and <laughs> shoots him. That's the only thing they added. Weird. And George Lucas apparently told them to do it. It's like and that's so his native it. language in his tongue. Yeah, phone, I mean, because like, Greedo does talk in it, and like they, you know, have subtitles underneath it. Yeah, but it's just funny. Like McClunky <laughs> shoots him and boom, boom. misses him, and Han gets him under the table. It's right? Weird. Yeah, that's so weird. You had to think that they're, they're just still messing around with it, and that it could just be for marketing's sake. I was hoping that when this Disney Plus thing dropped, that they were all the originals, or at least you could switch back and forth. So I would actually put all of them together mm. on, on like a YouTube clip. I I had added it to the pocket here, but it didn't show up apparently to where you could press play and it would literally show like this is the original. This is the next. This mm-hmm. is the next. And the, the slowly you'd see the ad. I think there's four or five different versions Whoa. of the just them keep screwing with that one scene. <laughs> like why? It makes no sense. So weird. I saw that there was another. I haven't. So Vince and I don't have Disney Plus yet. We're probably going to get it tonight or tomorrow. Um, but I saw that another controversy, not controversy, but like weird complaint is that the Simpsons um, in previous formats, like the FX app, um, you could choose between 16.9 and 4 by 3 aspect ratio but for everything mm. before season 9 or whatever. And uh, or <coughs> whenever they went to HD. And uh, they, they said in Disney Plus it defaults to 16.9, but it's stretched. Oh. Ooh. And so it's That's like... That's not good. <laughs> So I was like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know if I'd like don't that. Just stretch it. Yeah, they, well, they, it's a new app. They may just have to yeah. patch it. Well, there was a lot of people talking about how the app was kind of finicky today. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, they, it is the launch day, and it is Disney. Oh, I don't know it's just weird. As, for that. I, I saw traffic to be ridiculous. Like, I saw a bunch of reports about that. Like, it's just not working for people. Nobody I personally know has been the case. Like, uh, people I personally know have, like, been watching. They okay, watched The Mandalorian. Yeah. They loved it. You know, yeah. like. Well, like I watched a bunch of the the clips today and stuff, and it was kind of laggy. Like it would catch mm-hmm. up every once in a while, and like it wasn't my internet connection. So mm-hmm. you can just tell like a lot of people were watching it. It's the first day. Yeah, yeah. To be expected. I got a list here of possible storm actresses. Ooh. I thought Rod might be interested. Totally. Yeah, I actually kind of hope that I don't know most of these people <laughs> because I, I'm not opposed to an unknown. They seem relatively dark too, so you might be happy. 
Let's see here. Kiki Lane. Hmm. Sounds familiar, but I'm not. I don't know. Familiar with her. Um. She looks familiar. Who's that? Heart. Aha, uh, uh-huh, Naomi King. Oh yeah. How to get away with murder. Yeah, well, that might be cool. Yeah. I. It, I won't know until I see in the costume in action. Too, you know. Ooh. Ooh, Anna. Oh, I thought that was somebody nope. else. Isn't that what it is? She she looked like she could pull it she off. She got demise. Yeah, that works. Uh, I don't know who that is. You tied Badaki. This this is like a, a list of like the most beautiful like brown skinned women on earth. Like this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the link in the. Uh, <laughs> we're just going through because you know Rod obviously lovely or has a uh, you know love hate relationship. With she Storm. would be. A, she would be. Who's this? Yaya da Costa. She'd be an interesting take on Storm. That's not who I originally picture, but it has mm-hmm. a very like cool, like exotic, like hippie vibe. You know, she like, kind of reminds me of the actress that did Domino. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Zazzy. Zazzy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like she looks. She looks strong enough. What I'm, I'm looking at oh, is Anna Diop. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say her last name. Oh. She looks. I, I feel like Storm needs to be like a stern, mm-hmm. strong woman to where like. She looks like she has the eyes for it and like the sternness for it. Um, she looks like she's too kind. Yeah. <laughs> Aha, Naomi King. She looks like she's too kind in her, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or Asha. Yeah. Is that what Asha? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Asia? Asia. Asia. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, the top of that article had like the banner. That. Yeah. Uh, they don't even show that. Uh, the, the The second actress there. Yeah. Well, these are just four. I think there's more. I know it, it's probably asking too much, but I would actually love it if Storm oh, was Storm was kind of unapproachable, mm-hmm. like in demeanor. You know, like that model that I pointed out last week. She looks like somebody who'd be like, okay, I'm not. I that, she's amazing, but I'm too afraid to like approach her. You know, like mm. I kind of do that vibe. Like who's Which this? Which is funny because that model you talked about was going around the internet quite a bit. Like oh, people yeah. wanted her to be Storm. That's cool. That's assuming like she's just a model. She's yeah, like, she's like just a cosplay. It's person. like, do you have acting skills? Exactly. But the look, like that's that's a good like model to like like that's how a storm should look. Ooh, Dewanda Wise. She looks like she could do it too. Yeah, she got good facial features. Yeah, she kind of reminds me of Grace Jones a little bit. Uh, I was a tight Tiana Paris. She looks too happy. Yeah. She got See, the, too the, big of a smile. The key to the storm casting is not to have smiling headshots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. She's definitely too kind. Who's that? Ashley Blaine Featherson. I don't know. Well, we'll see though. Like people get get mean, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I, you never know. Ooh, with, like, makeup. she looks good. She'd be cool. Deborah, I, I can't. I'm not even gonna try. I wish I could. I, <laughs> I don't actually don't know most of these actresses. Like I wish I could see like some actual like in action like. You know, stuff. I'll probably go home and like look this up because that's really the thing is like how they carry themselves, you know? She was in Luke Cage. She was uh, the waitress that was in one of the seasons. Oh, I would not remember that. At, yeah. at a glance, I thought it was uh, the robotic Mariah? arm. Yeah. Not Mariah. Um, not Mariah. Um, oh, my goodness. My brain hurts too yeah, much. Yeah, I can't think of the cop with the cybernetic arm. Yeah. It's Misty Knight. There you go. Gosh. I'm too old, Vince. I can't remember <laughs> all these freaking characters. I, I, yeah. Ooh, she would be an interesting take on Storm. She's got kind of like a Who's this? robotic look. Tika Sumpter. Tika Masala. These are all like... <laughs> mm, delicious. These are all like multiverse versions that I could see happening. She looks too young. Who's that? Was she Was she the girl that was in... I, I don't know what her name is. Uh, um, Ryan Destiny? That sounds like an Instagram model's name. <laughs> She was on Star. I don't know. Oh, you know what? We saw her. We, we were at the season finale of season one, so that's probably where we recognize her from. Uh, she, she, to me, she looks a little young. But if there was like a younger, like you know, punk storm or whatever, I could mm-hmm. see. I could see some of these be working. I don't know any of those. I think are viable options, assuming they're good actresses. It's just going to kind of see like how they carry themselves, you know, because they got to carry themselves either as like a punk rocker yeah. or like a goddess. And stuff, and like I said, I think it might be asking too much, but I would love for there to be like a totally like unapproachable, like godlike kind of character, you know? Um, that's just I don't know. Like she, I almost feel like she shouldn't be relatable. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just kind of I, I always saw Storm, you know, because she was 
But then again, we also do see like Young Storm and stuff, and I don't know. I don't know what I want with that. Just not Halle Berry. Like, like I don't think they'd bring her back. Yeah. Well, just like just it. Either like I would rather them just like not put her in it than to do it wrong because like it's worse seeing her as like this kind of like um what's the uh word like subordinate character you know like mm. just that I don't know like it's just she's not in control of anything but her literal power is to control almost everything you know like yeah she gotta keep herself in check at all times yeah so she's gotta be a strong person yeah and then also you know like just. Uh, her various storylines, you know, she had a very hard upbringing. Also, no one has brought, I, I, I actually, they might have brought this up in the original X-Men movies, but not to like the level, but like Storm is like classically claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And in the animated series, they made that very known, yeah. like throughout. And I feel like if they did, they probably did it in the X-Men movies, but it wasn't like a big point for her, which I feel like it should have been like a uh, like real critical moment. I don't remember one of her ever having a problem. You probably did the So like, like even that scene where she was stuck in the elevator, she flew out. Yeah, that was a missed moment of her just being like freaked out and then blasting her way out, and that's what like made her like be crazy and stuff. Yeah. You know, it, instead it was just her. She was just pissed off that Toad did something to her. You know, like <laughs> it, it was it it could that was like a time that they could have been like, oh, she's trapped in a crushed elevator. Like no, and then like you know something. Instead, she says one of the most classic lines ever. <laughs> what happens to a Toad when it gets hit by lightning? Ever like what everything else. Same thing that happens to everything else. And then I lose my accent. And then I drink <laughs> vodka. <laughs> Gosh. That should have been the the red flag of like, we got to cancel the series. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you broke it. Was that the first Was that the first one or the second one? Yeah, it was one? the first one. It's the first, first ever. Maybe that's why, like, when most people are like, oh, I walked out of that movie. I thought it was fine at the time. <laughs> I remember succinctly, like, not being okay with it when mm. I walked out of it. Maybe that was one of the moments that was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have one, I guess. I think I remember there's there's somebody had it that uh, I think Ryan Singer maybe came to somebody's school or whatever, and they'd asked him like they had like a, a Q and A, and they're like, "Oh, any questions?" And the kid raises his hands like, "What happens when a toad gets hit by lightning?" <laughs> he's like, "I wasn't there when we filmed that." Ah. <laughs> or something like bullcrap. <laughs> you still approved it? Yeah, but also, why weren't you there when they filmed exactly. it? Exactly. That's one of the principal actors. Yeah. <laughs> What else weren't you there for? Anything. <laughs> I didn't show up at all. Nope. Doing questionable things with other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um so wrap up. So that's all part of Disney Plus two then, right? X Men. Oh, I don't think those. we scratched the the top of Disney Plus. I think it'll take it'll give us a good week. Next week we'll talk more about it. Okay, I honestly yeah. don't know because I don't remember seeing the X Men movies in that Twitter post. Okay, so they might not be Ooh. added yet. I could actually look right now. So it's just the the Mar- newer Marvel films. Um, and yeah, only oh, and, all Disney and only like seven to ten of them or something like that. Okay, so it's not the whole catalog. Okay, let's take a look here, or at Hold least on. not yet, because they're uh, they're still tied up in other X-Men. licensing things. Well, you'd assume. Um, because they own Fox and all the Fox movies that they own the X-Men movies, but not a single X-Men movie is on Disney. I think they own them, but they're they're just not like loaded to the thing or whatever, you know, like not available, not loaded. When they were having, a, you know, when they were kind of fighting with Fox a few years ago, they took a lot of X-Men uh, comics off the shelves. Like they basically stopped making X-Men comics. Same mm-hmm. thing with Fantastic Four. And, uh, and that might be what they're doing here. Mm. Honestly, I wouldn't blame them just be yeah. like let's just forget these happened you know like like i i won't for new new listeners i've always made this metaphor of like the x original x-men movies are kind of like the racist grandpa like you're appreciative <laughs> for them because you're here because of them but they're still not right <laughs> and you can't support a lot of aspects of it and so in that sense like i'm i'm thankful that it ushered in what we have now yeah but they still weren't right, and I can't support. <laughs> so if we can just kind of like bury it and appreciate what it did for us without actually ever having to experience it again, great. I'm not sure if I'd, <laughs> I'd go that far, but <laughs> I'd say that Where's without the, the X-Men, yeah, because um, we had Blade right before it, but Blade basically did nothing for Marvel Comics. Um, without the X-Men movies, we wouldn't have Marvel. MCU is what we have today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it blazed the way, regardless of how crappy that first movie is. Yeah, it was it's first but, of its kind. That's what I'm saying, though. If you think about like that, or even if it's not your grandpa, like some like 
generation above you that has like ideals that are completely wrong. You know, like they own slaves, you know, and but their business is what brought your family fortune to be where you are now. Like you're like, okay, so grateful for that. Not grateful for the way it got there. Um, there's yeah. like just pieces. It's just all like kind of interwoven, you know, like, yeah. like, ah, sure. Okay. It's like, like we're pizza. here now. No, just playing. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't create it. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm slavery. But it's because extra. somebody created it. I'm not we comparing it to <laughs> slavery. I'm saying that like there are things that are fundamentally wrong in like the in like the the nothing like there's so there's more wrong with like the X Men movies than there is done right, and like in in a much less severe sort of way, it's like like somebody that you have to love. But you wouldn't agree with if they weren't related. Okay. You know, like, it, like, like you said, like, you know, if, if you were born into like a family, if you were born into a family that like was rich because they did something awful, you're like, okay, well, I can't take it back now. I'm here because of it. Mm, you know, like, but we're just, I don't know, you know, like, you know, you can't, can't, can't choose your family. Can't, can't completely disown. <laughs> so you can't, we can't ignore that the X-Men movies happened. Exactly. We can appreciate what it did for us. But we never have to acknowledge it again. That's right. They like, do have all three. Uh, like, well, I guess all three. They all have X Men Evolution, X Wolverine and the X Men, and the original ninety two Marvel X Men mm-hmm. cartoons. Yeah, sweet. Which, I don't know if, so, you, if you've never seen Marvel uh, Wolverine and the X Men. I would encourage you to because it's really good. Mm, There's only one season. I've seen uh, <laughs> one episode. Mm. It's probably the first. It gets really good after the second or third episode. Yeah, I gotta watch it. X-Men Evolution, I would say to ignore because I can't stand that show. I watched a few episodes of that and just couldn't get into the art. It was weird. The art was weird. The art was weird, too, but, like, the whole, like, hey, we're going to make it a high school. Like, an actual, like, hey, this is high school, high school. Like mm. Mm. It was like a Teen Titans like the, for yes. X-Men. Yeah, it was kind of like Teen Titans, only more, a little bit more serious. <laughs> right, right. Where right. they're like, I don't know. Well, I guess the older Titan, Teen Titans. I'm talking about maybe, I guess, you know, Teen Titans go. <laughs> Or uh, what was it? Goofy. Uh, what was the one that they were where they were older? It was a really good series. Of, oh, uh, in uh, Young Justice. Yes, Mid- that was Midlife Crisis Titans. <laughs> Seriously, like, uh, are they teen- always teenagers? <laughs> the, the they've been teenagers. Teen Titans. They've been oh, teenagers for, for thirty years. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I know some people like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's probably about it t- for this episode. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys watch uh the new terminator let us know how you feel about it if you got anything to say you know these are up on youtube um you can also review our channel uh on podbean yeah podbean uh that's we get most of our followers right now yeah and welcome to all you new listeners hopefully you guys uh dig the yellow spandex and if you're new here yellow spandex of course is because we want the real deal we want we, we don't want these black outfits matching outfits in x-men that's part of the fundamentally wrong parts that rod had just mentioned um we want the yellow spandex on wolverine we want the blue spandex on on cyclops you know the blue and yellow we want we want that green and yellow spandex on rogue we want rogue to actually be rogue <laughs> <laughs> if you're a crab you're gonna be a crab yeah good callback and and transition to the end here that was a good callback so, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Appreciate that. This is Vince. Uh, Rod's over there. Josh, we all have our own socials as well. Uh, you can check out our KVC. You can check out Band's Life. Um, you just type those words into Google and you'll find some stuffs. Yeah, it's also in uh, all links are in the uh, show notes. So. Yeah, and uh, once again, thanks for all the new listeners for coming in and uh, for all you guys that have been sticking around. We appreciate it here at Yellow Spandex. Thanks, guys. <laughs>